This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. to a house where people knew the way. They knew the truth, they knew the way, and they knew the life that I was looking for, and they found it all in Jesus. Everybody say, all in Jesus. All right, Psalms 35, verse number 27. We're under the thunder number six, which are words to work with, and, and if you uh, have... Uh, journeyed with us this uh, uh, this year. You'll you'll hopefully, like myself, have found that when we work with these words, believing them, praying into them, uh, uh, seeking uh, God over them, that they are words that work because God is working His word. That's the proof of a prophetic word is that it works. Now it doesn't work automatically. It has to be believed. It has to be acted upon. I mean, people think that, well, if it was God's will, he'd just do it. Well, he's done a lot of it. Amen. He's done everything but your part. He has to be believed and received. And we don't just tell God that we believe him, we show God. I say we show God that we believe him. Amen. God can see faith. Faith comes from hearing his word. And when we act on what we've heard... uh, we show God that we believe Him. And faith will do wonderful things for you. Amen. It's a faith. It's by grace, but it's a faith. We're saved by grace, but of faith. It's a faith. Amen. You have to believe God. You have to trust God in order to receive God. Now, uh, Psalms 35, verse 27. It says, let those who favor my righteous cause, I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible, and have pleasure in my uprightness, shout for joy and be glad and say continually, let the Lord be magnified who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. The thunder we're under is expandings and enlargings. Uh, It says, shout for joy and be glad out of, and I believe this, out of the sense of God's purpose of God's righteous cause that we should say continually, let the Lord be magnified. Let the Lord be expanded. Let the Lord be enlarged. Not only inside of us, but through our lives where other folks can see Him. Because God God is seen in you. God is seen in His people. God... If people uh, want to see what God is like, that's what Jesus said. He said, look at me. I'm showing you. I came to show you the Father. I came to show you what He's like. To bring Him out into the open where He could be openly seen, His heart and His hand, His words and His works. Let the Lord be magnified. Now, we're supposed to say this continually. You know why? Uh, I believe that that, uh, you can say things and your own heart will hear those things and need to hear it enough. Out of God's word, we need to to speak that word even, first of all, into our own lives. And we say it enough to where our heart hears it. It captures our mind and we begin to be filled with it. 
confession is made unto salvation. You can't just believe in your heart. You have to say something. Words work, and they're very powerful. So it says, let the Lord be magnified. Well, what does, uh, that, uh, what does that mean? Uh, well, first of all, in His witness. And His witness uh, is by your witness. We see, God is seen in our witness. It, our witness is His witness. You, the Bible said, Jesus said, after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, that you will, you will receive power to be a witness, to be His witnesses. Amen? So there's power available to us for the witness. Everybody say the witness. Lord, make me a witness that you could be magnified, that people could see the reality of you in me, through me. Let the Lord be magnified specifically, it says, who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. This is such a happy verse. And I'm sitting in the midst of such a sour little crowd today. I don't know. You know, I, don't make me be happy all by myself. <laughs> so shout and be glad. Amen. Some of you are not hollerers. You holler at your husband. At your children. At the dog and the cat and folks that cut you off. In the middle of the street, but when you get to church. So shout for joy. Some of you would have more joy if you let out the shout. The, 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 the expression of joy is a shout. And joy is your strength. We're, a lot of times folks are like, uh, the people of God are like, uh, uh, in Nehemiah's day where Ezra was reading the book of the law and folks started crying. Just started crying. You know why? I believe this because of, a you know, Gone negative. Oh my God, we're not doing this, we're not doing that, we're not doing the other. Look at the situation that we're in, and they were in a situation that the, the you know, they were in a restoration. Uh, things weren't that good on the outside. They were crying, and it said, they stopped everything and said, no, wait a minute, this isn't a day for crying. This is a day for joy. This is a day to be glad. Eat the fine, drink the sweet. But then let's send portions to those that are without. Folks got enough unhappy. You don't need to send them more unhappy. Well, I went to church on Sunday. Preacher preached a long time. I just about starved to death. I didn't think we were ever going to get out of there. And sister so-and-so stepped on my toes. You know, you know, she paid more attention to them than she did to me. And, uh, uh, and the sound system was a squealing and a squawking, I'm telling you. Uh, you know, them people. 
We don't want to send those kinds of portions. We want to send the fat and the sweet and the joyful. Amen. We ought to be the happiest people alive. Well, now listen, he gives us, he gives us kind of a recipe or, a, you know, a line to walk in here simply says, you know, shout for joy and be glad. Favor his righteous cause and his uprightness. Amen. You know, sometimes we just need to, you know, instead of staying knocked down and kicked around, just stand upright and say, I am a child of God. I am saved. I am becoming what God wants me to be. God is talking to me. He said something to me this very morning. I took a look in the book and there was God. <laughs> oh, and if nobody else noticed, the sun came out just for me. Oh, but past this dark and cloudy and it's raining. God is in the clouds, the father of the rain, making it rain all on top of my good ground. Every sea. I mean, you can be happy or you can be unhappy. But say, let them say continually, let God be magnified. I'll tell you in this today, I'm going to know God. I'm going to see God. And I'm going to make God known. I'm going to show God off today. He needs to be bigger in my life. He needs to be expanded and enlarged into all of my thought life, all of my word life, all of my getting up and sitting down life. Let the Lord be magnified. Now, listen, it says, who? See, there is a God who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. God takes pleasure in being good to you. God takes pleasure in carpeting the earth with his grass and, and growing trees and all that good kind of stuff. God took pleasure in the day that he had made. Rejoice and be glad in this day. Find the good stuff. Find the happy stuff. Find, there's enough stuff wrong. We're the good news folk. Oh, I know. Get to work. You know, and one sad sack after another comes over. Did you hear about so-and-so? Did you hear we're going to have to work overtime? Praise God we're going to make more money. I'll take all the overtime I can get. You don't want any? I'll take all the overtime. Set. I used to tell my boss, I'll work, you know, I'll work six days a week, but Sunday's God's. I work six days a week, but in the middle of the week on Wednesday now, I got to get to church on time. And then lived a life and worked hard. Are you listening? Uh, and honored God, and God honored me where that was concerned. I remember being working sometimes, and my boss would go, he goes, uh, it's getting late. He said, don't you got meeting tonight? I said, yes, sir. I never had to say a word. I didn't have to remind him. Holy Ghost is working. Spirit of God is moving. Amen. Oh, you can be glad about stuff like that. Who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. I'm going to tell you what now. Uh, I was sharing, Roger, I, 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 the, the Lord told me, uh, you know, he's got plenty. And he does. He just has plenty. 
He said, I've got hundreds of them. I've got thousands of them. I've got millions of them. Yes, I hear him say, I've got multiplied millions of them. One blade of grass, uh, it wasn't enough. One tree wasn't enough. One kind of tree wasn't enough. One flower wasn't enough to satisfy uh, God. God's got a plenty. I mean, God has plenty. God can prosper you. All His plans are to prosper you and to do you good. But we enter into those things by acknowledging every good thing that's in us. In ourselves, there's no good thing. But I'm going to tell you what. He is the very best thing. He is a good thing. He's the goodest thing ever happened. And I didn't just get Him. I got all He got. And he gave me Jesus. And with Jesus, He gave me everything Jesus, Jesus has. God so loved me that He's willing to hang Jesus on a tree. Not just to give me a one-time experience, but so I could live with God forever. Happy ever after. Amen. Glory to God. All right. Let them say continually, the Lord be magnified, who takes pleasure in the prosperity of His people. He takes pleasure in people. God's happy about people. Even the people you're not happy about, God is happy about those folks. There, there's some good in there somewhere. They're made in the image and likeness of God. Don't let the devil off end you. See, that we want their end to be good. We want our encounter with them if it's no more than just breathing a prayer. If they flip you the finger, oops, sorry, when, uh, you, when, when, when you out there on the highway... Amen. Are you listening? You know, that's a sign for you. A sign and a wonder. I'm real tempted right now. But a, a sign and a wonder. Say, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. See, you don't look at it like that. Are you hearing? So offended. Oh, come on now. You ain't that been that long, say. You know what that means. They're trying to put something on you. Put something better on them. Huh? Say, devil, uh, you messed up right there. Now you're going to call attention to me. Obviously, God is signaling me. You think God would signal you like this? You know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a God signal. God's saying, come over here. You need to do, pay attention. Them folk need prayer. They people need me. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's all in how you see it. When you're happy and glad, nothing can make you mad or sad. No thing can make you mad or sad. That's for the other folk. Amen. Are you listening? And we're not glad that they're sad or mad. We want to help them. Isn't that true? There's a God who takes pleasure in people and who prospers people. Have you noticed God is good and He's good to all? But when you know he's good, it'd be good to acknowledge him with praise. And the right true prosperity is more than just money or material things. What would prosperity that God gives uh, that gives God pleasure? There's a prosperity that God wants to give you, that God wants to make happen to you, that gives him pleasure. That gives God pleasure. What would that look like in your life? In our lives. Well, it would be spirituals and naturals because God sees 
the inside, the heart, but man sees outward appearance. And we're not just dealing with God, we're also dealing with man, people. Amen? Well, I, I wrote down a few things because uh, I, I believe that, that that prosperity would look like Jesus. It would look like a Jesus who came to show us the Father's heart, the Father's works, the Father's purpose and plans, the Father's kingdom, the Father's will and His way. He came to show us the Father. What He's, what he's really like. How good he really is. How gracious is this God who so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It would look like John 10 because uh, 10 where Jesus made a line in the sand and he said, now listen, he said, everything that's on this side of the line comes from the thief who comes to steal. He's there to kill, only to steal, kill, and destroy. But he, he said, I came so that they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they've ever dreamed of. Now, those are the words of Jesus. How powerful. Boy, those are one of those things where we ought to see law that. Everybody say, see law. What does that mean? Pause and think long and hard about that. Real an eternal life. You know, what would that be? Well, it would be a life of knowing God. Personally known by God and making God known. It would look like living life with God. And I'm going to tell you what, with God, you're, uh, that's a life that is, is living happily ever after. Certainly there, there is happy now. Don't postpone your happiness for some other time and some other place. When you're blessed, you're happy now. I say when you're blessed, you're happy now. But also happy ever after. Because there is the real and the ever after life. There's the now life and the ever after life. Amen. Uh, We are forgiven and free purposed and serving God now. But also, listen, when he says ever after, what would that be after what? This what The devil didn't think, the devil doesn't, listen, how is hell happy ever after for anybody? And they live life like a fool and they wasted all of their time and they rejected God time after time and then they died and went to hell and lived happily ever after. Somehow that doesn't fit. The last line doesn't fit. It doesn't fit, you know. And all of the fairy tales, and people go, oh, that's a fairy tale. Well, there's, listen now, you know. uh, All except the last line, and they lived happily ever after. Movies used to end with, and they lived happily ever after. (laughs) Old movies used to live with happily ever after. I guess nobody gets to live happily ever after now. Because it's not at the movies, and absolutely, you know, the movies are only what's real, right? Just. <clears throat> but I believe happy ever after describes heaven. I mean, if you had just a few words to describe heaven, you go, happy ever, ever, forever, 
after. Well, let's say after what? Accepting Jesus. His gracious gift of salvation. You know, true prosperity would look like you and God living, loving, laughing, happy through life together. And now listen, not just, not just yourself alone, but part of family. Millions, untold, countless multitudes of brothers and sisters in Christ together forever in heaven. True prosperity would look like you. And now listen, did you know that there is the real you, the unique you, that's only you? And that pleased God. God didn't make you like everybody else. You're, the world tries to rubber stamp us and clone us. The Bible says don't be conformed to that mold where you've got to have that pair of shoes or that label on your clothes or that type of a car and live in that type of a neighborhood or these are the numbers for your life. He said, don't measure your life with those false measurements. Don't conform to that, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and realize God made you specifically, individually, uniquely, significantly you because he wanted you and you were created by and for a specific and unique purpose that nobody else can do. The you that God made, the real you that's forgiven. Something to be said. The, David said, happy are the people who know that their sins are forgiven. Amen. Listen, not just the past sins, but if you miss it in the present, the present sins. And there's nothing that you could ever do to sin enough to get God to stop loving you, working with you, helping you. Forgiven. Released from the penalty. And free. Free. Now we may not know that truth, but you know, we're, God wants us to find freedom. Amen. But you've got to look for it. You have, to, you have to go in search of freedom. And you'll find it in the truth, in knowing the truth. Knowing God and knowing the truth that He tells. In knowing God, you will come to know the truth. And that truth will set you free. And whom the sun sets free, the Bible says, is free indeed. I'm free. Say this with me. Say, I'm free, I'm free to, be me. to be me. The real me. The real Amen. Me. Not just on the inside, but it will work its way to the outside. And a lot of your problems will go away when you fill your heart and believe the promises that God has. And follow His plans and begin to... Uh, live a life of fulfillment. This is what true prosperity, that we'd be living a life of fulfillment, full life of, uh, full of satisfaction. You know, where, where we're encountering and experiencing a living God, a loving God, a good God. But true satisfaction comes out of knowing God and in this way discovering and engaging in his purpose for your life, fulfilling your purpose, discovering the gifts 
the giftings and the callings and the graces that are unique to you. How God meant you is how God made you. And we, but it's up to us to get to find out from our Father who we really are. Who you really are. Now the devil will tell you this and the folks will tell you this and the problem, the circumstances, but it's who you really are. I'm going to tell you what now, most of what uh, 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 is trying to define you right now is trying to decide you and define you and determine you is probably most of it, if it's from the outside, is a lie. Amen. It's a deception. Yeah. The truth is, is that we are, that is, that, is that God, our Father, out of love, will tell us who we really are. See, because I'm telling you, you can look at stuff right now that is absolutely trying to say, you're sick. You're defeated. You're less than. You're not good enough. All of that, see, uh, you know, God would tell you the truth and say, oh, you're more than that. You're more than this. Why? Because I made you. You're mine. And no child of mine is going to ultimately be defeated. No child of mine is going to stay down forever. Might get knocked down, but isn't going to stay down. No child of mine is going to be left alone or forsaken. No child of mine. That's not who you really are. That's not what I came to give. That's from the thief. All right, let's move right along. <clears throat> satisfaction, a li true prosperity is living a life of satisfaction and significance. A life with meaning because your life means something. A life that matters because you matter. Let me tell you what, and when we know that, see, it, it means something. It's meaningful. It, it matters because you are making a difference in the world and in the lives of people that God has crossed your path with. <clears throat> you know, partnering up with Jesus, following Jesus. I'm not talking about just a business partnership. You know, me and Miss Sandy have business. Uh, you know, uh, the business of life together. But our partnership is more than just roommates with a budget. She's more than a cook and a laundry service. Amen. I'm more than a paycheck and a honey-do list. <laughs> We're partners. We're partners. We're partners with each other. We're partners with Jesus. We're partners with y'all. The family of God. <clears throat> Partnering up with Jesus, following Jesus. Becoming a disciple. And we're ever becoming, aren't we? This be loved is a, is a if, if you could see 
it in action, it would go, it would just go, beloved, 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 beloved. Every moment, every step, every second, every decision of your life, beloved, 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 beloved. Boy, when you're loved like that, you can live like that. Amen. You're free to live like that. Happy ever after, even forever. Let me ask you, have you settled your ever after with God? You know, happy ever after begins the moment that you settle your relationship with God by trusting Jesus Christ and accepting His grace. I, I pray that there that there would be someone that will listen to this here or somewhere else today that this may be the first time you've heard this kind of good news. And it's just as simple as accepting the grace of God by trusting in Jesus Christ. He will save you. He will deliver you. He will free you. He will walk with you. He will get you to the place called there. But it's sad that we also live in a in a world, it's a religious world where where having begun so wonderfully with God couldn't bring anything to the table but just needing to be forgiven. Needing to be freed. Needing to matter. And we begin so simply. Pastor Ron's going to come, if you will. And um, we begin so simply, but just like the Galatians, Paul said to him, he goes, "Who bewitched you? Who got you so far off track that having begun with simple trust in Jesus to be everything that you need?" that somehow now it's all on top of you. He could have said, Oh, unhappy Galatians. So sad. You need to go read Psalm 37. Shout for joy and be glad. You who favor God's righteous cause. There's a greater purpose for your life than religion. There's a greater purpose for your life than the circumstances and situations that you find right now that somehow out of this temporary God is going to ring the extraordinary eternal. We're going to know God. And out of knowing that God we're going to make the God that we know known. And I'm happy to be His. I'm happy that He's my God and I'm His child. I'm happy I'll never be left or forsaken. I'll never have to do life alone again. I'm walking with Him and He's walking with me. My beloved is mine and I am His. Oh, I'm happy about that. All my sin. I don't, every day I don't forget all of His benefits. Listen, don't just do life. Get the benefits out of life. Amen. Uh, To go to most church church houses and this is listen unhappy don't sell 
How about you? You go to church? Yeah. Well, how's that working out for you? Really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. You want to come? Nah. You go to church? Yeah! Does it show? I've been trying to hide it. But you know, I'm going to tell you why God has been so good to me. I mean, you should have seen me when he found me. You should have seen me when I got up this morning. I mean, I wrecked myself last night. <laughs> Whoo, but I'm telling you, I looked in the natural mirror and then I got out the mirror of God's Word. What are you talking about the mirror? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I felt bad, but I got in there and I got happy real quick. Oh, I put me on some music and it didn't talk about cheating with somebody else's wife. I wasn't crying in my beer before I could have a beer first thing in the morning. I wasn't sitting on a bar stool acting like a darn fool or drinking my self away. Y'all don't know that song? I don't suggest. Oh, I'll tell you what now. I had pleasant dreams. I slept so good. I mean, oh my goodness, God, it just, you know, I opened up the refrigerator. I remember when we'd opened up the refrigerator and wasn't nothing there. I remember that that couldn't sleep because I didn't know how we going to put gas in the car to get back and forth all week to get that paycheck that we needed that was never enough. Or I remember where I was. I shared with Roger this said you know in in a moment where God talked to me said I've I've got plenty at the same time I remember when he found me in such lack no joy no gladness oh I got happy and thankful real quick so grateful God how much you have done I can have anything I want to eat. I remember, I sure, I said, I remember a time when I wanted a hamburger, couldn't buy one. Had to drive on by. Lord have mercy. Oh, God is good. I've got way too much to be glad over. And now listen, and I would love for you to know this God how can I make him bigger and enlarge him and expand him in my life how can I how, it's got to be some way I remember saying to God God there's got to be some way that they can see you without seeing me and God says no there's not because because I chose that they would see me being good to you and that the prosperity that I want to give you truth, prosperity will magnify me. It will glorify me. It will make me more. But it won't make you less. It'll just make you more with me. Now I'm for 
that kind of more and that kind of better if people can see Jesus more and see him better. Amen. How about you? Oh, we love you, Lord. I love this song that he's playing, but you know what? I want to sing a song just before we get out of here. I think we've got about two minutes to do it. Will that be all right? Amen. But I'm going to tell you, that, that song, Every Praise. You know, it, just for a moment, God has been good to you. So very good. You know, I believe that, that right now God can just break that cycle of defeat. That cycle of, you know, we're always looking at what's wrong. Always. The, the, see, the devil will, magnet. he magnifies himself in problems. He magnifies himself, you know, blows himself up as a roaring lion. But it's just a tape recording. He's a little mouse in the bushes hitting the button. Rawr! Rawr! And you know, I found out when I go over to the bushes and just go like that, there was the mouse going. Little, little pip squeak. Thank God. God ought to get some praise out of His people. You know, you're strongest when you're when you're glad and you're shouting about it. Amen. Find something in your experience. Amen. And I'm going to say, well, let's pray a prayer Look together because I'm going to tell you what it all begins in the moment that you ask Jesus to to drive the car say Lord I'm going to be with you I'm tired of being by myself I'm going to let you drive the car every head bowed and every eye closed let's say this prayer together if you're here and you've never asked Jesus accepted his gracious gift now listen it's all of you it's all or not at, not at all but as much as you know scrape together all the pieces of your life put it all together for just a moment say here it is God the box of my mess if you can bless this and I'm telling you he can He's a God that will make it whole again. Father, we just thank you. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Set everything right. I trust you, Lord. I thank you for forgiving my sins. All of them. The ones I've done. The ones I'm doing now. The ones that that I'll do in the future. I accept your grace. I thank you for coming into my life. I invite you in. Lord over me right now. And I declare you are my Lord. You will be my master. And we will live happily ever after. Now listen, me and Miss Sandy going to slip out of here in just a moment. But I, and I don't want you to take a long time. Maybe just, you know, verse 1, 2, and skip down to 5. For, the, for, for old times' sake. Just so, just so we're not too far out of place. Amen. Verse 1, verse 2, we'll skip down to 5. Because we got to get out on time. But I'm going to tell you what now. Listen, there's something to be said 
for giving God the glory, for giving God some praise. Amen. Look at you. You're still here. Here you are in the house of God. You could have you could have been anywhere but here. Some of you would have could have would have should have been six foot under for your own foolishness. You should have been you should have stayed in the deep dark hole the devil dug for you this week. Amen. That's the truth, but here you are. And long as we're here, we ought to be glad about being in the house of God. We ought to be glad because we're family. We belong to God. We ought to be glad that we're a people forgiven. We know the joyful sound. Amen. We know the joyful sound. I said we know the joyful sound. You know what that was? Listen, when the, when the priest went into the holy place, they tied a rope around him. And he had pomegranates and a bell. Pomegranates and a bell. It wore a rope, but it had bells on it. You know why? Because uh, they tied that rope on him. And if he went in there, God wouldn't accept him, wouldn't accept the nation. You know, he'd die. And they could just pull him back out. The so David said, Joy, he said, he said, glad, happy are the people that know the joyful sound. You know what the joyful sound was? When the priest got in there and he didn't die, but he lived. And you get in the presence of God. You get up in the presence of God and, and you all watch that movie, Happy Feet. Even a penguin knows. I mean, Happy Feet. He just, and that priest get in there and the sound was, he's dancing. I like this. David said, I dan I'm dancing out my salvation. I'm so happy, I can't hardly contain myself because God brought me from here and brought, God brought me from there. God brought me all the way to here. And God took me when I was a nobody and now God has made me a somebody. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are a somebody that matters. You are a somebody that a whole bunch of folk are going to be glad you're alive. Glad you live. Glad you gave them the good news of God. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.